Welcome back to Book and Bottle, the podcast show for readers and non-readers alike. I, Kalisa, will attempt to explain high fiction and fantasy books. Well, I, Holly, try to keep up. While well, drinking, of course. course. I'm going to try my best to go from beginning to end of this book, including all the details I deem necessary and can remember. So if you plan to read this book yourself, major spoilers ahead the long... Excuse me? The longer you listen... <laughs> And fair warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. This includes swearing, sexual content, and occasionally triggering topics. So feel free to sit back and relax with your favorite cocktail or mocktail and jump into a world far cooler than ours for the next hour. And if you're feeling a little wild, we created a drinking game to level up the start of your weekend. You can take a shot or a sip. And again, it doesn't have to be alcohol. It can be whatever you want. Every time I'm unsure of a detail and every time Holly messes up reading a quote. Which has been happening a lot lately. I was about to say, both of those are heavy. (laughs) Um, And you can additionally drink or you can sip, shot, drink, your drink. Uh, Every time Holly correctly predicts the future. But that's, use your discretion. This is just a fun idea. You can have, oh. (laughs) Are you okay? I forgot my last bit. And please drink responsibly. That We're big on that. <laughs> we sure are. And you can head over to our YouTube channel to watch this podcast in video format. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about... The Queen of Nothing, which I'm now realizing all these titles might mean more than I thought they meant. By Holly Black. This is book three of her series. So we highly recommend you check out the past two episodes. Please give me a little... The Cruel Prince and the Wicked King. Um, And also, if you don't already follow us, we highly recommend that because next week we'll have a review episode where we just talk about all of them, what we like, what we don't like, what we maybe would have done differently, and probably a whole bunch of random stuff on top of that. (laughs) Always that. Always random. Oh, and the crown's broken. Uh Uh-oh. Ugh. So, Holly. Oh, before we start that. Walk us through the outfit, please. Okay, so, Kat, you know us now. We're dressing up. Or you don't know us and we're dressing up because that's who we are and we like it. So, she told me the theme was fairy. So, Amazon got me some wings. Got me some face sparkles. This is who I am now. I'm face sparkle, girl. Thank you for coming. And then just kind of like a flowy, airy dress. Felt a little fairy to me. Callie. Perfect, perfect. So, in this world, the fairies are very, like, um they come in all shapes sizes does anyone even have wings colors textures yeah i think so okay wait doesn't somebody have like animal parts somebody has a tail yeah card okay it's just never a relevant detail so it's not in any i know i like thought (laughs) then i was like maybe we talked about that last night or something like i don't even know why i know that okay back to you sorry yeah no you're all good so um i also used holly's glitter we went for extra red cheeky cheeks with the white little glitter kind of like uh the those nice toadstool mushroom fun themes um so that's why i did the red light it's also valentine's month, True. month so um it it works and then a nice a nice thrifted velvet top because because it's cute fairies are fancy and go to balls true and this episode is maybe slightly different than the rest because Callie's phone got stolen. We forgot Ooh. to mention that in the first episode, I think, but we... I didn't say it in the first episode because I had already done the notes of that. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Okay, so the last... Just the last, last two. one in this Yeah, one. two days before my birthday, my phone got stolen 
um, right out of a bag. So that had all my notes. So I had to just kind of like, I scanned through the book and tried to pick out what was needed, but it was a whole long process. So I did the best I could, but so if you notice a difference, that's why we're all over the place. But I think it's going pretty great. My reading skills could be better. Yeah, it's also really rough. We went to Podfest, which again, if you've watched the last episodes, you should know that. Um, We went to Podfest and we did the absolute most, slept the absolute least. Oh, it's rough. But met a lot of amazing people, so it was a really good time. Yeah, very much so. Highly recommend if that's something you're ever even interested in. You should definitely go. For, I didn't realize this because I'd never been, but very much geared toward any form of podcast setting, like there was plenty of people that hadn't started it yet, but had an idea and wanted to know how to go about it. And then people have been doing it forever. So mm-hmm. there's no, like, you need to fit in this mold to make it into PodFest. You can literally yeah. be at any part of it or just be interested in general. And like, you think it's cool. Like there is no criteria, like, yeah. and everyone's the nicest. Oh my gosh. They really are. They really are. We met some pretty cool people. Yeah. We sure did. Yeah. Maybe we could get a couple of them on here. I know. That's what we're hoping. We'll that, see. That was the funnest part is like a lot of people are doing really cool things and are talking about very important things. And then we show up and we're like, yeah, like lawyers and like all this stuff. So it's like adjacent to their business. So it's like really yeah. official. And they're like, what do you do? And we're like, we drink and talk about books that have sex in them. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. <laughs> We're doing great things, guys. We sure freaking are. Um, I feel like I had one more thing to say to that, but I don't know what it was. Hmm. Gone. Poof. You know what's stuck in my head? If you see us in the club, be acting real nice. Did we hear that lately, I guess? We were singing it yesterday when I realized I got the lyrics wrong. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's life. You had um, you had the remixed version. Fun times, Holly. Please, what happened in the last book? So our main character, Jude. Yes, <laughs> correct. Watch these. I've been renaming characters, so it does get a little difficult on the synopsis because I do want to get their names properly. So. Okay, I just had like maybe an epiphany, but I'll save that to the end of the recap. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the screen glitched again, and I'm like, Holly, no. we're over it. We're so no, over I no, that hasn't happened lately. That's really weird. Okay, anywho's our main character Jude, um, is being a badass king's assistant and helping, but in the meantime, his brother Balkan, Balkan, yeah, yeah, uh, yep, um, isn't happy that he's not king, so he makes an alliance with the sea queen mm-hmm. that's probably not really her name um orla orla the sea queen um <laughs> the sea lion. <laughs> you look like you're gonna make the l shape so i was like i don't know where that was going um to take over to take his power back in the meantime sea queen orla is like i'm gonna get my finger in all the pots so she wants the current king the why is my brain like my my laptop's not glitching my brain is glitching oh carton (laughs) that's how i've been remembering it it's like a carton but it's like carton yeah it's like less t and more d okay 
she wants her daughter to marry him so she's just got like access (laughs) sorry that's a slogan less t more d (laughs) but don't um wants to marry him so she's got access to the throne at all angles so good for her she's really working it um everyone's trying to steal the throne so that's a little dicey in the meantime her twin sister taryn is getting taryn mm-hmm. her name comes up so infrequently i didn't mix up her name she just i don't hear it a lot is marrying luck i want to call him luck um who we don't like from the first book but whatever so her br- half stepbrother is coming back from the human world where he was safe to attend that. So everyone's worried that he's going to get stolen or killed or kidnapped. So they make sure he's okay. In the meantime, it looks like Locke tries to kill or hurt, seriously hurt, Mm -hmm. our girl Jude. Mm -hmm. Jude gets stolen to the undersea and is supposed to be glamour to kill Cardin. But she's not actually glamoured because she's got her geese to protect her. I'm not explaining that. Uh, you can just think she has geese protecting her. An army of geese. Just Could you? First of all, geese are so mean. That'd be so good. Any hoosies. Um, but she's not actually glamoured, so she doesn't actually kill him. But she's that happens. Then I'm going to jump to the very end where I'm still perplexed. Bay, Balkan. <laughs> I'll just call him Baylor. Balkan um, poisons his brother and he's dying. And luckily, Jude is really nice and gets him the antidote. And she's, they're having a nice little cuddle session in his bed. And he's like, why don't we just get married? Like, then you can be queen. And like, then you don't need to like worry about how much power you have or where your power is. You'll have all the power. And she's like, oh my God, that's beautiful. Yes. They get married. I'm still having trouble with this. He banishes her to the mortal realm until the crown pardons her, which he is the crown. So we're very confused about that. I'm thinking there's some sort of underplot of how this is going to be a good thing and it makes sense and he's protecting her somehow. But as Callie and I spoke about while these episodes, the recording was loading... It was called The Wicked King, and he did something pretty wicked. So maybe I should have seen this coming. And then this book's called The Queen of Nothing. So, like, yeah, maybe (laughs) he's just a really bad person. So now I'm really on the fence. I don't know which way to go. I don't want to lean too much one way because then I don't want to be bamboozled. Um, The epiphany I had, I actually saved, was maybe Locke trying to kill her on Cardin's behalf. Ooh. Did he want to get rid of her? Maybe. I don't know. That just came to me mid words. Yeah. And there's a snake on this, and snakes are known for being like devious and cheeky. And he broke, if they're married, I'm so confused. They had like a whole vow for a year and a day that he'd like listen to what she said. And then because they got married, he but like they didn't need that anymore. So I'm just overall very confused. Oh, and Balkan's dead. She killed Balkan. Jade killed Which is why Cardin exiled her. Yeah, but like he was trying he, he tried to kill you though. 
So like, but yeah. So I'm just very confused. Is mostly the, the main summary is Holly's confused. Amazing. No, that was that was the best one yet today, but still not the best I've done. Yeah. We're a little rusty, or I'm rusty. Yeah. No, I would agree too. I we took all of January off, and then coming back to it, we're like, oof. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> how to just rough. like be a human. Right. So, book three starts where a prophecy is given. If you could please turn to page two. Oh my gosh, wow. Right out the gate. Right off the bat. Prince Cardin will be your last born child, the royal astrologer said. He will be the destruction of the crown and the ruination ruination? Mm -hmm. of the throne. Lady Asha sucked in a sharp breath. For the first time, she drew the child protectively closer. He squirmed in her arms. I wonder who has influenced your interpretation of the signs. Perhaps Princess Elowin had a hand in it or Prince Dane? Oh, Dane was spelled D-A-I-N. I assumed it was D-A-N-E, like Great oh. Dane. I don't know why. Because no one told me otherwise. Because I didn't read it. Maybe it would be better if she dropped him. Baffin thought unkindly. Baffin? Baffin? Mm-hmm. High King Eldred ran a hand over his chin. Can nothing be done to stop this? It was a mixed blessing to have the stars supply Baffin with so many riddles and so few answers. He often wished he saw things more clearly, but not this time. He bowed his head so he had an excuse not to meet the High King's gaze. Only out of his spilled blood can a great ruler rise, but not before what I have told you comes to pass. Um, so she's gonna, he's gonna die and she's gonna be queen. Maybe. I don't know. I'm so confused. Also, this could go on the summary. Her, Jude's mother got a prophecy that said her child, a child of hers will be the greatest ever. Uh, loosely translated like the best weapon that justin couldn't forge oh the dad right Uh, a better weapon than justin could ever forge you know what i did take some liberties with that (laughs) (laughs) well right track though you had the idea so i think it's her her older sister has some fae powers but i or fairy powers but i don't think it's her sorry vivi okay sorry to you yeah so that was the prophecy given when Cardin was born that's not great um and it was commonly known that his mom lady asha um asha she really liked the court life she liked the parties and the you know the fanciness having a kid not her cup of tea well yeah the whole drew him for the first time she drew the child protectively closer like yeah yeah weren't like cuddling on your baby it was rumored that she never like she didn't feed him so he would actually take milk from a cat which i feel like the way that i said it in the book it was said very like nicer (laughs) yeah um he would drink milk from a mama cat uh, because he wasn't given like food she didn't really take care of him um so after that prophecy especially that kind of like made things rocky for her she just gives him over to Balkin and is like just do your own thing stay out of trouble and like um obviously that kind of set the tone for Cardin being a cruel prince and a wicked king of just like 
having a rough life where no one loved you and like you only really got the attention when you were doing bad things and it doesn't help that um once they were um Belkin convinced him to try to shoot um an arrow through an apple on like a servant's head I could have made that detail up about the apple but they were shooting something at the head yeah um but and Cardin's like "Uh, I don't know that was when they were younger and Belkin was like well let's switch arrows that way, you know, if you miss, it was my arrow that, you know, went awry. Um, and Cardin decides to back out. He doesn't want to shoot at, oh. and it, it was a servant, so it was a he human. He wants to be good. It was a human. So Bilkin took Cardin's arrow, shot it, obviously missed, killed the human. And after Blitz. that, his reputation was already created. So he's like, all right, this is what we're going with. Lean into the... Yeah. Everyone just needs to be loved. So, in Exile, Jude tries to train Oak. She kind of, like, surprise jumps Um, him at one point. um, And he is very upset about that. He has no interest in becoming king. He does not care. And... (laughs) Ewing's okay? I don't know. They look just, like, really high on my body. (laughs) Um, So, also, Heather messages Vivi... Um, saying basically she wants to forget fairy. Um, that yeah, she's like I'm having nightmares. Everyone I pass in the human realm, I'm like questioning if they're a fae that's like glamored. Um, oh wow, she's so Jude is the the thing about fairies. It's really easy for fairies to live in the mortal realm because you can just glamour humans and like steal money and steal whatever you need. Live basically. your best life. Talk, talk yourself in and out of everything. Um, obviously Jude can't do that, but she does have the training as a spy to be able to like thief and sneak. Um, and basically she gets sent on odd jobs and she gets one offer, um, to stop a fairy that's eating other (laughs) fairies in the human realm. A cannibal. And she's like, great. A thousand dollars. Let's go. And she's like, that feels like way more than that. You you pay half of oh, at first he was saying it was only five hundred. She said she said fifteen hundred and then they met in the middle at a thousand. Oh, it was like a to get murder? Only a thousand dollars for murder? I mean, she's already done it a couple times, so like Exactly. She's good. That <laughs> raises your value, girl. Right. Um Okay, sorry. And uh she's like i get half up front and the other half gets you're gonna give it to viv regardless like if i die that oh yeah you you know um and she finds out that she she asks around a little bit and she finds out that um the fairy that is eating other fairies is grima mog g-r-i-m-a space m-o-g um she is from the court of teeth which is that nasty that explains why she's eating um she was a general and a red cap, so same as Maddox. Um, and basically, she got she also got like exiled or like lost her position somehow. Something happened. Um, so Jude, being of good manners and training, brings her like a basket of like goodies to for you know inconveniencing her and stopping by unplanned. Um, and Grima Mog's glamour to be this kind of like looking like to be this old lady um and jude comes in and she's like you you can't go around eating people and expect nothing to happen um 
And, you know, Grima Mog's obviously threatening her. She doesn't care. Grima Mog thinks that she's just like this human. She doesn't know what she's capable of. Um, And Jude sees that there's this hat box on top of the fridge. So she's like, oh, let me put, let me start by putting your groceries away from, for you. You know, let me, please let me um, help you out. And she puts the groceries in the fridge, which by the way, full on Jeffrey Dahmer has like heads and body parts in there. Absolutely. Um, No, thank you. And she grabs the box, which she knows from Maddox has her red cap in it. The one that they dip in all the blood, which is very special um, to the red caps. And she goes like she's going to light it on fire. So now Grima Mug's like, absolutely don't do that. It's not great. Um, And she's like, all right, we're going to duel. And if I win, you are not going to harm any other fairies. And Is that what she was sent to do? Bargain with this lady? I thought she was just supposed to kill her. Well, yeah, but red caps are like built for war you can't it's like fighting maddox she's not gonna win outright probably oh or else she like walking with a gun really rough fight she wouldn't have expected that correct but there's a reason it's going the way it's going holly (laughs) so if she loses grima gets her finger and she's like what do you want with a finger of mine and she's like she goes to eat it she's like or to wear it for a brooch like Either way, what it doesn't it doesn't matter what I do with your finger after you give it I to me. I get it. Um, I don't like this at all. And so they decide sorry. to they they decide to duel. And at first, usually it's um at first blood, and they're like, Grandma Wong's like, that's boring. Why don't we go until someone gives? Like it's kind of that that quick like line of like you can die if you don't feel if you don't tap out soon enough. Yeah. Um. So they start, they go up on the roof and start fighting and it's not going well. Um, Jude loses her sword. It goes over the side of the, the building. She ends up with this like pipe um, and she basically plays plays dirty to win. Um, she ends up throwing the red cap at Grima Mog who catches it and she boom, like wails on her with the pipe. Um, and so she ends up winning and Grima Mog's like, okay, I give, I give, we're good. Um, also, I've heard in fairy that Cardin, the king, is going to be dethroned by the next full moon. So, like, stuff as kind of like a, hmm. here's some information for, you know, besting me. Um, so, Jude goes home, and she finds Heather outside debating on whether she wants to come inside or not. And she's still wanting to forget. So, finally, they go inside, and guess who's there? Taryn. Taryn. Jude immediately is like... I remembered a plot point I forgot. Taryn went to Loopy Carton when he was healing from his poison or hadn't healed yet from his poison. And, uh uh-oh. I thought I was going to sneeze, but it passed. Okay, great. Um, Sorry, everyone. Hope you get to see that. Um, Asks Carton to, like, release the dad, Maddox from his like service and he does it because he's loopy and he thinks it's jude so that might i don't know come into play yeah for sure does i thought you were trying really hard to think of no i could feel the sneeze like in my nose and i was like this is gonna be awkward where what word am i gonna sneeze through yeah so taryn is there jude immediately 
is like, uh, don't want to talk to you. She's like, if you don't leave, she'll, she'll just like turn around and go outside. She's like, I'll leave. Fine. Yeah, someone's leaving. Um, and so Taryn is like, wait, wait, wait. She admits that she, um, <laughs> she snapped and she killed Locke. And that there's going to be an inquest, which is just like basically a formal proceeding to see who killed Locke. Obviously, her being human can be glamoured to tell the truth. Um, So she's asking Jude to just go into Fairy to pretend to be her really quick, go to the inquest, lie, and then come back, switch, switch swap again. And she also admits to up the ante that she is pregnant. Um, With her murdered with her murdered husband's baby baby yeah why did she think she wanted to marry him but did that ever also they were 17 what the fuck were you doing getting married at 17 yeah it is pretty bonkers especially because fairies are supposed to live like so long but yeah but so we'll get into that okay, okay, like, okay they're okay, inevitable okay. downfall so um jude agrees to go back to fairy um how do we know she's actually pregnant do we have a pregnancy test did she just lie to make you feel bad i don't know do you because you would you think that like a half human half fae would um like show show up on a pregnancy yeah you know what fair point i don't know so jude in fact does go back to fairy and is pretending to be taryn and they go to she goes to Locke's estate um and she realizes like how lost she is of just like trying to pretend she she's really good at knowing the things that Taryn wouldn't do but like the things that she would do um like you know even what what dress would she wear if she's mourning her dead husband um and she gets uh they send her meal up to her room and she has toast with um the the jam has fairy fruit in it and she's like is this like are they messing with me or does Taryn just eat fairy fruit to kind of like um get by yeah I was gonna say loosen the edge and I'm like that's not the uh take off the edge yes but you could loosen the edge (laughs) I don't know what edge needs loosening but right 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 just just loosen it slightly um by half so (laughs) She goes to the inquest and she's speaking with Cardin. Obviously, she claims that she did not murder Locke. Um, and somehow Jude comes up and of course she um does. oh, because they mentioned like, oh, was it do you think it was Jude? Because Jude also was briefly involved with Locke. And Jude pretending to be Taryn says, No, Jude loved another, and that's the one that she wants dead, looking right at Cardin. <laughs> get him and Nikasia's like you must have a charm on you we need to search you for rowan berries and um we got her geese um, what's the geese look like is it like a shawl or i don't even know if i no it's not physical oh it's it's just like a spell verbal spell yeah okay (laughs) um so i don't know i don't know i think jude is the one that says it of like i won't be disrespected by like taking off my clothes while my husband you know my my recently deceased husband well i'm pregnant um and so carden's like fine i'll search you in private come along 
She's gonna have like a birthmark or a freckle. This is gonna well, get really so awkward. That's Ooh, Jude, oh god. Jude's missing the tip of her finger, so she's wearing gloves, but she has it like stuffed. So, so like, why is she missing the tip of her finger? Remember, a servant bit it off when she was younger. That was like I actually the, did was, forget about. Yeah, that. that was. I was like, that's one of the the early details. Of did forget about Mary. that. Oh god. Um. So uh, a servant uh, bumps into her on the way, and she's like immediately kind of weirded out because like the servant would not do that like yeah. they're not careless like that um and when she bends down to like help the servant gives her like presses a knife into her hand and says like wait for the signal um and she's like what signal but they they already have to go so um she goes into Cardin's room and he turns around and she's he goes did you get any of the letters like i you know and she's like what and he goes jude the minute you stepped in that room, I knew who you were. Like, obviously, I know you. And then, boom, the explosion The explosion happens. And it's they just hear it. It's like somewhere else. Oh. That, that, that was the signal. The signal. And so she realizes something's happening. So she tells Cardin to stay there. And she slips out of the room. She runs into Matic, who... Chloroform gasses her and she passes out. Wow. A lot of different things just happened. So she sleeps for like three full days and finally wakes up. Um, Maddock and Oriana take her near the Court of Teeth where Maddock has now set up camp along with all of the people, uh, army people that he could get to defect from Carden. Oh, man. So they've, they've started their campaign um Maddox basically like I said defected and he's planning to try to dethrone um Cardin and Cardin mentions that uh, Maddox mentions that Cardin fought really hard not to let them take Taryn because he thinks she's Taryn because Maddox was swooping in to save Taryn from going down for the murder of Locke oh and he mentioned so like you know how i mentioned how the fairies there are very like one with nature and stuff and they're in that like the bro the, the little the hill um when when they came in i guess uh, maddock ended up losing a lot of guys because he actually had the um all the windows and doors like shut like he grew the wood grew to like oh. close seal everything off um not realizing that Carter knew that he was taking Jude. Yeah. And he was trying to keep Jude locked in, but Maddox got, got a hold of her thinking that he was saving Taryn. <laughs> they they think she's Taryn and um they What a father. They all go to to this dinner. Um and there she meets Queen Surin, who is the queen of the court of teeth, I think. And she is really young. I think she's also like a teenager and she's wearing this like bridal that's like sunk into her face. Um, and her parents, Lord and Lady something, I don't know their names. Um, she meets them. They're not nice to a human, clearly. Um, and also she meets, uh, she sees Grimson, who she already met as Jude, not as Taryn. Um, and Grimson actually invites her to visit his forge sometime because they kind of get along swimmingly. He's wearing her earrings, obviously. So like uh, she's wearing 
Terrence. The next day, Oriana tells her that she can go forage in the woods for like mushrooms and stuff. Um, So she takes that opportunity to go visit Grimson. And that's where she, in talking with him, she learns that, um, and he kind of takes an interest in her. So everything that he makes is like cursed in some way. So she finds out that the earrings, Taryn's earrings that she's currently wearing to be Taryn, um, if you pry out the gems from them, if you take the gems out of the earrings, you will lose because the earrings make you look really good, like super beautiful. So if you take the, the gems out of the earrings, you will lose all of your beauty and become this like old, dried out little yeah, piece of straw. <laughs> And she's like, oh my God, hopefully that never happens. Um, also he she's gave Louise. he gave uh he gave a gift to King Cardin um that at at Grimson's choosing would whatever it was, I don't know if it was a ring or like a brooch or something, um, would turn into a spider and bite him and kill the king. And she's like, like, have you done it? And he's like, Well, the king is still alive, isn't he? Which is his way of saying it failed because obviously the king is still alive. It was supposed to kill the king. It was supposed to. Um, what was its good feature? It didn't have one. It I, have I don't know if it was feature. a ring or a piece of jewelry or something because it was something he was wearing on his body. So it was like a gift. Um, well, like Terrence makes her the most beautiful girl in the room. I didn't know if like it had a positive oh. with its negative or if it was just a negative. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the positive was. Maybe there they, probably, they probably said it in that. I don't write that down. Maybe that. it didn't. Maybe it, it turns wasn't. into like this spider thing. That's crazy. It's like itch just a little bit sometimes. Um, so he invites her to visit again because she's like interested in everything. And she runs into Maddox who um, admits that like, and he, it's different because Taryn again is not like, was not like Jude. Taryn didn't doesn't want to fight or anything like that. And so, you know, Maddox is like, oh, I know you don't understand like war strategy and stuff like that. But basically he intends to challenge Cardin um to a duel for the throne. And he's actually happy that she killed Locke. He's like, he's like, Taryn, I didn't think you had it in you, but it was you, wasn't it? Like amazing. That a girl. <laughs> yeah, at a girl. Um so Jude sneaks out that night and is intending to like figure out how to escape because she needs to get back to swap escape. swap back. And she ends up finding a cave that's being guarded. So her being her, she manages to sneaky snake inside. Right. And inside she sees Ghost who's chained chained up. That was the betrayer, right? Sure was. Okay. There was also a betrayal last book, but it wasn't like the most yeah prominent thing. and so she asks like why why'd you do it judas and so um ghost had was actually the one that dane had ordered to kill lirio to poison her oh and he was really guilty of that especially after seeing Locke and like realizing you just killed this this kid's mom. mom um and the dad's not exactly the most present so as an apology, he gave his true name to Locke. And again, that gives all power oh. to that person who gave it, turned around, and Locke gave it to Maddox. 
And basically that kind of forced his his betrayal. So he was ordered to ambush. Uh, I did forget about the full name thing. Yeah. Um, All about that. And he says that um, at first he just tries to get Jude to kill him. And she's like, no, no, this we'll we'll fix this. We I understand what happened. Um, But Hmm. Grimson has the key in his workshop to free him, which is fine because he had invited her. So um, to come back. So now she's planning to stay another day so she can get the key to free him instead of just leaving. She always needs a day. And on her way back, Oriana catches her and is like, you got to be a little careful. She thinks she's like sneaking around. And she warns her about uh, Grimson saying like he likes beautiful things. Kind of like how when she was warning Jude about being Dane, thinking, thinking she was Dane's consort. She realizes that she's not Taryn and Jude is like, look, you will never have to see me again. I, we switched so I could get her through the inquest and we're going to switch back. Like, can you help me? So Oriana sends a letter to Vivi to come pick up Jude, like saying we're here's where we are. Jude goes to the next night. Jude um, is, well, I guess during the day she's sleeping in her own little tent. Uh, Jude wakes up i think someone puts a hand over her mouth and so she goes and elbows him um and she hears someone else laugh so she's like two of them and they're obviously not very worried turns out it's roach is the one that's laughing and she looks over cardin is the one she elbowed um and he's not dressed as a king he's dressed quite normally he's dressed as an official spy um and ninja clothes She's like, why, as the king, would you come here right in the heart of Maddox's stronghold? You to see her. Like, come on. And Roach was like, I tried to tell him, but he does not listen to me like he ever listened to you. Um, and they're there to rescue her, but she's like, hang on, I need to go get ghosts. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, and she's like, no, no. It's, it's not ghosts' fault. So they go sneak into Grimson's place. Obviously, it's booby-trapped. Well, yeah, the man gets makes shot by like a little dart that has poison on it, so he passes out. Oh, Thursday passes away, and I was like, "Wow, that was he really dramatic." Dies. <laughs> First of all, don't act like that doesn't happen in these stories. All of a sudden, uh, it does it happen. Murder. And I think the way I tell it to is always so blunt. I'm just like, "And he's dead, and they're gone." <laughs> um. So she convinces Cardin to take Roach to safety. She'll She's gonna it. go in and get ghost herself and then meet up with um because they have to warn um vivi and taryn are waiting for her too on like the edge of the camp jude goes into the cave obviously maddox is there waiting for her it's not and he knows that it's jude it's not you know ghost isn't there so jude and maddox start to duel and he says he realized obviously later than he would have liked that you know she was not taryn um and he like they're fighting and he like stabs her and she is bleeding out like quite a bit i think it's like in the gut somewhere um and right at that time vivi starts shooting arrows towards maddox to like get him to back off and taryn and grima mog are next to her jude is dying like she is bleeding out and Maddox tries to bargain with Grima to help, like, to, like, 
um, basically saying that he'd he'd promote her and if he was king he would make her like general and all that um if he if she helps bring the girl his girls back to him which I'm like why would she want that um, yeah why do you care now they actually are say no and so he leaves and jude remembers about um the the land healing the rulers you know oh um, your like blood working one yeah the blood spilled on the land blah, blah 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 makes flowers and all that um so she tries to connect um with the the land very avatar um and it works she actually gets pretty healed and she's like on death's door like there's blood literally everywhere and she's like pops up she's like all right let's go we got stuff to do we're good let's um, roll also she looks down and all the flowers have sprouted Grima Mog bends a knee and is like, I'm here to serve you, my queen. Damn. Okay. Um, Get it. So she needs to rush to save Cardin from Ghost. So Ghost, like, obviously Ghost isn't there. So he's been sent on a mission. He's probably going to end up go, like, probably got sent to go kill Cardin. Um, I have a quick question. Sorry. Yeah. This whole, your full name thing. Mm-hmm. Is it like a one at a time? thing or like if everybody knows your full name everybody could be controlling you uh everybody can control you yeah yeah so jude goes um to she ends up actually going to maddox house because they're all in the northern territory they're not there so she goes there and she writes a letter that there's going to be an assassination attempt on the king to like get him to safety and she manages to sneak into a great hall. Naturally, a big party's going on, and there's a group of performers. She goes up into, it says, like, rafters. And I kind of, like, picture, like, rafters. But the way you'd be sitting, you're kind of, like, hanging in the air. Because what happens is she's trying to keep an eye on Cardin. Right. And the person that she gave the note to to deliver to the king um brings it up and he doesn't even look at it he just like sends it away but she notices all of a sudden bomb is in the rafters too and has an eye on her and there was a note that there's going to be an assassination on the king and there she is creeping in the shadows injured like she's not perfectly healed she just almost died like that was a death wound so the bomb thinks she's an assassin and goes to shoot an arrow at her and Jude, in trying to dodge it, falls from the rafters. So that's why I kind of picture, like, like it had to have been in the air, because if, even if she fell backwards, however she fell, she lands on the table So that was happening below her, like, the king's dinner table. Uh, obviously, they, like, screamed to capture her yeah. because she was supposed to be exiled. But naturally Cardin steps in if you could please turn to page 147 oh wow we're in this bitch sure are then Cardin's voice comes do not touch her a terrible silence follows i wait for him to pronounce judgment on me whatever he commands will be done his power is absolute i don't even have the strength to fight back whatever can you mean radolin says she's She's my wife, Cardin says, his voice carrying over the crowd. The rightful high queen of, I've never said, Elfham? Elfame? Elfame, I think is how I say it. Brilliant. And most definitely not in exile. 
The shocked roar of the crowd rolls around me, but none of them are more shocked than I am. I try to open my eyes, try to sit up, but darkness crowds in at the edges of my vision and drags me under. Under. Once more. (laughs) Harry Potter always. So Jude finally wakes up after being out for a long time theme for this book she's just out for days of time she's in Carden's bedroom in his bed you mean Um, her bedroom (laughs) he's not there so she gets up and and gets dressed and realizes that everyone's out to dinner but eventually they all they all come in um and oak is there vivi like all of them oh wow um so jude finally talks to Carden. if you could turn to page 159 oh my gosh it was terrifying he says watching you fall i mean you're generally terrifying but i am unused to fearing for you and then i was furious i'm not sure i've ever been that angry before mortals are fragile i say not you he says in a way that sounds a little like a lament you never break convincing my nose to not do it (laughs) i'm not a fish (laughs) first of all it works um so yeah he's like i'm i'm used i'm used to being scared of you i'm not not used to being scared like for your life exactly and um he explains that obviously he recognized her handwriting so he's like you are not the assassin you you know you wouldn't warn me yeah about yourself and she is so furious and he's like well i thought it was just a good joke the whole exiling thing he's like you always have the upper hand you always have more information look at the wording unless the crown is part like pardons her dude you are queen you can pardon yourself you could have just come right back at any point and she is so furious she slaps him I didn't put that in my notes, but I don't think I just made that up. But <laughs> No, I think that sounds right. She seems like a slapper. And I mean, if, if yeah, you look at the wording and I think she like thought that, but like, you never know. Like, well, and like, no one thinks she's queen anyway. So exactly. like, what power does she have to like, use that? Exactly. So the council comes in and like, wants to talk to her and like everything. And he, he dismisses them. Um, and then the bomb comes in to treat her stitches. Um, so when she had gotten stabbed, she asked Taryn to like, sew her up. Oh, um, Taryn being Taryn basically embroidered her. (laughs) Bomb, the bomb has to come in and and cut out all those stitches. If you could please turn to page 166. Don't worry. I saw things and I was like, let me just hold this page because it's perfect. She takes the bandages from her coat and turns to Cardin. You should go. This is my room, he points out, affronted, and that's my wife. So you keep telling everyone, the bomb says, but I'm going to take out her stitches, and I don't think you want to watch that. Oh, I don't know, I say. Maybe he'd like to hear me scream. I would, Cardin says, standing, and perhaps one day I will. On the way out, his hand goes to my hair, a light touch, barely there, and then gone. Oh, yeah, they really did get married and then, like, not get to do anything fun. Right, yeah. Because he exiled her as a prank. I just thought that, that was a bit cheeky. As that was more cheeky than Cardin normally gets. Been. To be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. One day. Well, I'd he's like got to... long fingers, so. 
<laughs> he's been shaky from the start right and the first time she was scared to make noise so next That's time true. next time maybe she'll be screaming um it's gonna try to come up with a slogan but i don't think i got one great i was wondering where you're going with that well it made me think of our like the the pipes are boiling when we did that and then i was like no don't go down that road you don't even know where you're going just the leave it alone fallen. that was good uh so lady asha also sends for for jude jude tells the messenger like that i could do something cool and i made him worse made it worse uh jude tells the messenger like let her know i'll be there when i can um which is a nice way to not say no outright but bomb was like you need to start acting like a queen like you can't just take orders especially especially if someone that's bold and lady asha knows what she's doing requesting jude come to her so um she, also, she's like injured right so she ends up going and she kind of makes a comment of like oh no need to get up and curtsy for me it's okay like i know your time here must have been you know whatever asha basically says that Cardin is gonna grow bored of you oh um weird flex but okay and jude asserts that like oh saying that Cardin likes a good challenge but eventually like he's gonna grow bored of you and jude is like no no I will always be a challenge. And uh, next time I will expect a curtsy and ends up leaving. <laughs> so bitch. also to point out that Lady Asha had said that if she got let go, she would have gone as far from the court as she can. But again, the problem she had when Cardin was a child is that she like loves court life and yeah. wants to court calls party. So um, Nikasia comes and they get summoned to the throne room. Nikasia is reports that someone shot Orla and the um, bullet is like alive and somewhere in her body. It's horrible news. Because <laughs> it, it, it hasn't killed her, but it's inside of her. Right. So... Taryn also sends a note requesting that they meet. So Jude and Cardin go to Hallow Hall and they see Ghost is there also. Um, so naturally, obviously he's been directed to attack, like to kill Cardin if given the chance. So he starts to go attack him and Taryn uses his full name to stop the attack. And I forget, I didn't write it down. But it was like he wanted to know what his full name is. I mean, Garrett. G no, it's not Garrett. Something. I think Garrett was in there. Let me see. I can find it. She's got this. I was gonna try to flip for it, but then I was like, I feel like I'm gonna accidentally read something I shouldn't know, and then true, I'm true, true. Ruin this for me. Garrett Gorm something. I'll only let you do this for a minute or two. I can look for it later. No, no, no. I'm in the right section. Larkin Gorm Garrett. Forget all other commands but mine. Are they going to end up together? Ghost going to be raising a baby that's not his? I mean... Is it his baby? What are you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's so kind of him. After he felt guilt for killing... 
Well, why does she know his full name? Oh my god. If she if they got together, if they got together, oh, because um she said that Locke is kind of careless with the information he gives out, like the information he talked about around her. Got it. Um, but could you imagine if they did end up together and he was raising ba- I killed your grandma. <laughs> but I'm raising you because your dad's dead. So I think that's full circle. <laughs> that poor child. His dad, his, and his, his dad, his stepdad had killed his grandma and his mom killed his dad. <laughs> his dad sucked though. Huh? This might be better. Yeah. I don't know about the grandma. I can't speak to her. But I don't know if her son turned out like that. Maybe she wasn't doing a good job either. I don't know. Or maybe he turned out like that because his mom got murdered. So, um, she uses his full name, Larkin Gorm Garrett, to stop the attack, and he admits that he was sent to shoot Orla. So Jude had thought Maddox had sent her him to kill Carden, Carden, but he went to shoot Orla um, at Maddox's command, and that the bullet will, in fact, like I think it's like a magic bullet that once secret word is said or whatever oh, like whatever triggers it it will it will go to her heart and kill her that is stressful to live your daily life i know could you imagine always on death's doorstep um, do you just like keep living and just hope the magic word hasn't been said i guess yeah stressful yeah i mean any weird pain you feel in your body you're gonna be like this is it's happening it's happening <laughs> They said potato. <laughs> An advisor comes in to one of the living council um, to basically try to chalk Jude into stepping down, saying like, you know, war is coming and just having a mortal queen. It's never been done and it kind of looks bad. And Cardin comes in and intercedes and Jude is like, no, like I can take care of him. And he's like, no, I'd still like a word with him and takes him into another room. There's, there's going to be a ball, obviously, to celebrate like the, the official coronation um and heather ends up talking to jude and explaining that she made a promise with vivi to that she would come to fairy but once they got back viv would wipe her memory and forget um, everything like just the fairy stuff like she'd remember the relationship and everything or wipe everything no everything total. she would have uh, no memory of of vivi Cardin and Jude finally spend the night together. Um, if you could please turn to page 203. By half. <laughs> I'm By Googling half. that for uh-oh, 200 maybe and 33. <laughs> 203. Okay. I was nearly there. That's the second time though that the middle number was a zero, but you just doubled the last number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm upset. Oh my god. <laughs> scare you and i thought it was great i thought like a giant kermit the frog was going to kill me these guys things in your peripherals are scary these wings have tried to kill me a couple times also walking through doorways has been very strange okay anywho now we're getting sexy i hope i imagined you telling me to do nope we're gonna just start over i imagined you telling me to do with you whatever i liked i feel like i read that weird Really, I ask, and the surprised laugh in my voice makes him meet my gaze, along with some begging on your part, a little light groveling. 
he gives me an embarrassed smile. My fantasies were riff rife with overweening ambition. Overweening. <laughs> I don't like that word. Okay. <laughs> on my oh, on my knees, it is a small thing to lie back on the cold stone. I reach up my hands like a supplicant. What are these? <laughs> Why are we turning the sexy scene into a fucking dictionary.com <laughs> Okay. I'm trying to not ruin the moment, but I've already ruined it a lot. Okay. You may do with me whatever you like, I say. Please, oh please. All I want is you. He sucks in a breath and gets down so we're both on the floor and he's on his hands and knees, making a cage of his body. You go away. I don't know what I don't is that supposed to be sexy? Like Well, he's okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about this he presses his mouth to the pulse point of my wrist racing in time with my heart mock me all you like whatever i imagined then now it is i who would beg and grovel for a kind word from your lips his eyes are black with desire by you i am forever undone nice I'm really sorry, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I wa I was picturing different. I was I was thinking Akatar sex scene, not oh, PG sex scene. This is very YA. Yeah. Which is what I was gonna bring up in the, the review session. But <laughs> I, I thought it was the I mean they talk about banging and hands and knees and yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> but supplicant lost it all overweening <laughs> that started it uh, then supplicant i don't know yeah. it's a little wordy <laughs> the words were a little wordy it, i have to say that this is yeah like the word choice that she uses is definitely not like common well it's like i feel like this is when like you were trying to really buff up your word count your paper yeah. and you like click synonym to like yeah. get the fancy word oh, yeah and i feel like we've done that and it's not been necessary true true but maybe we just like maybe this is who she is so sorry about that holly so the next night maddock has finally arrived to parlay and they i always think i think of pirates of the that's all you can think of um and basically as the rules of parlay dictate um they can't just like it's in bad taste to harm each other yeah they have to kind of hear him out um and jude warns cardin that maddock plans to duel for love and cardin's like well obviously yeah i love you love yeah, Cardin is like, obviously I love you, and turns around and leaves the room, so she didn't even have an opportunity to respond. Oh, so like, love you too, babe. <laughs> love you too, babes. Oh well, thanks, Cardi, <laughs> Cardi boy. And uh, I'd say I love you, but that feels like a bit much. <laughs> Me the next night, I love I you. I love you. 
they go out and see Maddox, and Maddox throws down the sword that Grimson had made. The, that was the sword that Grimson was originally offering to Cardin, the offer that Jude was supposed to bring in payment for the earrings. Um, and it basically cleaves the throne room in half and like even splits the like like the earth crumbles a little bit, kind of like a picture. Like oh, that's too powerful. Of a and sword. even even um, it splits the throne in half. That is too powerful. Cardin realizing the prophecy from the beginning. Remember, he didn't realize that when it said like split the throne, it meant literally. So he does the other thing that the prophecy. And like and breaks the crown in half. And he turns crown. and he like gives this really good speech that is so kingly and so like uncardin likely of just that um the the crown shouldn't dictate the ruler, but like I am here for the good of Elfame if you guys choose to follow me. Um, which everyone's like, yeah, we love you. Um, and so he breaks the crown in half. Grimson freaks out because... Uh-oh, was it... Uh-oh. Wait. Because Grimson made the crown. Yeah, so it's magic, but and then there's always like, a curse, so what's the curse? You can't break it. That's terrible. You're not supposed to break my work. And Cardin turns into a giant snake. Okay. <laughs> Sure. That turns around and immediately kills Grimson. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and kind of bloody. Bloody. Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. So this plot's getting very confusing. In all the chaos, Jude calls for the guards to come and capture Maddox because she's queen, and they actually listen to her, which is a great sign. And. Her husband's a snake. Jude, who has finally let herself realize she loves Cardin, also freaks out. Everyone gets out of the throne room and they bar the doors. So he's like stuck in there. I'm a bad person. <laughs> he's a snake, right? Yeah. I was like, what's that tongue do? <laughs> and I was like, hi! That's all. <laughs> sneaky snake because I was like what can you do with the snake oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the wait trying to kill me I literally was like ah, mom oh my god okay sorry about that so regardless of Cardin and his snake tongue um <laughs> Jude falls apart because the man that she loves is now a snake yeah and I think they just had sex finally right maybe is that what they were doing on the ground? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's implied. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Heavily implied. Why why it tends to do that like fade to black. Right. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> and so Jude starts to fall apart and she lets herself have like a few minutes just on the ground, just crying, freaking out, being like, I don't know if I can handle this. Then, like the badass boss lady she is, she gets up. She's like, all right, Grima Mog, you are now my general. Great. I need you to go. Um, I need you to keep eyes on 
Carden and his my snake, snake husband. Is <laughs> he like she, big or little? Or I'm confused. I think big, like a is. giant snake. Yeah. Oh god, this yeah. is terrible. Um, and I'd then be scared of my husband. She tells the bomb, um, "I need you to keep an eye out, and if anyone is trying to assassinate me, I don't need to know who. Just take care of them. Kill. Them. I want them dead." She goes to Taryn and she's like, okay, I need outfits for the next few days. I also need a throne room in the meantime where I can- Someone get my husband a large blanket. A A large blanket. (laughs) He's naked. He's a naked snake. (laughs) Just kidding. I mean, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay, she needs clothes. A little cold. (laughs) Get him a sun lamp. (laughs) Oh my God, he's going to have to eat mice. Okay, sorry. I think he eats humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> he can eat his uh, the potential assassinators. Speed him in. Oh my god, it's fine. Um, She'll learn parcel time. She also said... <laughs> They'll make it work. <laughs> if Dragon and Donkey can make it work, she can make it work. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my down, flip it in reverse. Okay. Oops. Oh my god. Her snake husband, <laughs> she's crying and freaking out, figuring out how to rule fairyland. Right. And so she sends for Baffin. Baffin is the guy that does the astrologer that does oh, yeah, the stars. That, yeah. Um, and like, or maybe the prophecies, whatever. And he is absolutely of no help and is like, I don't know how to fix this. I have not seen this before. And the prophecy was that um only death oh, you read it in the beginning right <laughs> and i'm supposed to remember it <laughs> right no one told me that i didn't write it down okay 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 i got it i got it i almost have it's it. on page two i yes sorry. i actually remembered that <laughs> prince Carden will be your last born child boring sorry i didn't need to read that he will be the destruction of the crown and the ruination of the throne true that's all we got. There was oh, only out of his spilled blood can a great ruler rise, but not before what I have told you comes to pass. Yeah. So literally, Somebody cut him. Only death is like blood can spill and you not die. Give him a little paper cut. Just a little. Oh, I gave myself a paper cut the other day. Oh, this is a sad story. So then I. <laughs> Got my car washed, Aww. and after I did that, I did the little vacuum thing, and like other people touch it, so I just like have always hand sanitized. Ooh. And I forgot—I know this has happened to everyone everywhere. Forgot I had it, and literally the first spot that I like touched was it, and I was like, <laughs> "I am the whisper in the wind." <laughs> And thank you for listening to my paper cut story. So he can spill a little blood and be fine. Is he going to not be a snake at the end of this? <laughs> he got to come back to be a human, right? We'll see. He wrote her letters. I needed to know more about that as well. But I'm sure that was details I don't get. Right. Oh, it it was. I didn't include it. Was he it said a joke? that his, his letters were like imploring her to come back. He thought maybe she just got a taste for the mortal realm and was like, actually, I think I'm just going to hang out here. Fuck it. This is feeling very Bridgerton. But Lady Asha was the one who was uh, intercepting the letters. Why is that mom so mean? 
she didn't she want the child so she was like cat milk as a baby that's true she's very mean somebody should kill her okay sorry yeah i'm trying to figure out how he gets unsnaked so maddox plans to attack in two days and well lucky for him he's a snake he can just eat him <laughs> goes to the great hall where Cardin is and she just kind of hangs out he doesn't kill her right. um but she doesn't get too close oh my god wait i've been thinking about this all wrong have you yeah I, i'm i've just remembered the movie brave because the girls they babysit just watched it oh now is this he knows he's himself inside the snake or is he just a snake that has no idea what's going on they don't know Right, so, um, Maddock and the Court of Teeth show up. Oh, I hate that court. And they essentially, on an act of good what faith... What court are they? What? What court are they? Of Teeth? No, 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 no. Our main characters. What court are they in? Oh, um, not an official. It's, they're just the... I mean, technically, Jude is part of the Court of Spies. Oh, Oh, that's a real court? I thought that was just like a it's, cool group. It that's that here courts mean just it's like Groups an informal in, in, informal grouping. <laughs> I was gonna do that, but I couldn't remember like the sound it was. So I was like, ah, I give up. Okay, so, got it. Sorry. Um, they are essentially offering her the bridal um that Surin was wearing that gives the if you put it on someone else, you get complete control over them. And they're offering her that to put on the snake so she gets control of Snake Carden. <laughs> by half. Let him into the wild. <laughs> and put him in the crack in the earth that happens. He'll be fine there. I like it. Hanging out in the earth crack. <laughs> Where's your husband? He's in the earth crack. Just hanging out. It's just it's warm. Dig hole. Dig dug. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. We're getting there. We're so close. We're Alex. the closest. Okay. They offer her the bridal to get control of Cardin in return for saying that, um, that in turn for promising that Oak would marry Queen Surin. Because obviously, with Cardin mm. off, Oak would be the next in, well, the only available in line. Now. Yeah, because um, snakes don't make. <laughs> Can we put that on a shirt? Is that is that our first shirt? Snakes <laughs> don't make a king. <laughs> I am the funniest person I know. We are the funniest people we know. Snakes don't make good kings. This is kinds. What's that even mean? Also, why is it's a rap coming in at ten o'clock at night? Right. Like it's been a rap. Okay, sorry. We've wrapped. Okay. But also she's like, how do I use this? And they tell her to tie three of her hairs on the bridle, and then she has to put it on Snake Carden. And then there's a secret word that will help give her full control over him. And obviously, for um, safety purposes, they don't tell her what that word is until she's, like, agreed. Um, and... Are we just living with a snake man? <laughs> I'm not going to try to fix it. 
<laughs> Snake man C. She, as like another last ditch effort, she writes a letter and throws it in the sea that basically to give it to Nikasia to say like, if you love him, help me basically. Um, Cause they used to have a thing for each other. Yeah. Maybe they know something. So a long time ago, Roach got shot by Grimson, the booby trap. Yes. So he has been passed out this whole time. Oh my God. Roach. And wait, I know you said Roach and Boom liked each other. Did anything come of that? It's just not vital to the story. Well, Boom liked Roach. Oh, we didn't know. Bob. I called her Bob. Boom earlier. I knew it's on the far side. I know it's right. It's like, hang on. You're gonna hear this. My wife was like, I don't think Boom's right, but she does. My wife was like, she does Bob's. I mean, it it is appropriate. It works. It works. Um, Who is gonna die? So. (laughs) Sorry. So. (laughs) Bomb likes Roach, but Roach won't say anything about Bomb. Damn it. Um, And the Bomb is like. I know this is really an appropriate topic. I know you've been dealing with everything, but like you healed yourself from from the land. Is there any way you could try to like heal, heal Roach him. through the land? Um, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like of course I will try." Let's give it to like, go. I'm sad. I didn't think of this sooner. My bad. <laughs> um, and so she goes to the room that he's been held in the the, the little court of spies hidey hole. Oh. Um. And she manages to heal him and he like pops back up and he's like, I'm dying. I know I'm dying. I just want to say I love you, but I'm going to die soon and I'm sorry. And she's like, you're not dying. And he's like, oh, I took it all back. But it's okay. I love you too. Yay. Oh my God. Funny timing. So. Boom and Roach. <laughs> boom and Roach. So can she maybe use Roach her little boom. earth powers to heal her snake husband? Can, that might be more power than she has, but can we start a band called Roach Boom? Boom and Roaches. <laughs> with with our first track, Snakes Don't Make Good Cakes. <laughs> I don't know what any of the lyrics would be, but this is her first album. <laughs> this is <laughs> new single dropping. Um, oh, this is getting out of hand. The snakes and it always from. goes off the trails before everything speeds up and like ends. Okay. Okay. So she goes to visit Mother Marrow. Mother Marrow is a character that has been present through this, but not of consequence. So I didn't like bring right, her so up. So I didn't at know she ever. existed. Um and she goes to visit her um and kind of tells her what's been going on and says that, you know, they're offering her this the bridal and yeah. to tie her three hairs on it. And she's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. She's like, why? Well, she's like, if you tie your hair to it, it'll bind control. So you will also be under the control of whoever has oh. the password, realizing that they were Lord, trying to get control over uh, Lord Teeth was trying to pull one over on her. And so they hold a feast and at the feast, Nikasia shows up and she says that um Cardin actually used to free human slaves. Um, and what? also 
Remember when she got fitted for dresses and then a new dress came? Yeah. He had got that from her. I mean, it's nice, but like, why wouldn't you have put a note with it so that your love story could have started sooner? Well, because he was scared that he loved her and he's not a good person. Okay. And he hated her. He hated that he loved her, just like she hated that she loved him. <laughs> your eyes are going to get stuck back. There. I know my contacts actually started to feel a little <laughs> weird. I was like, you got to slow down. You're going to lose the contact. And pause. I can't see. So. Nice gesture, but very Bridgerton. She's like, I'm just telling you all the nice things he did because he does love you, girl, but I do not know how to help you. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a nice person, but he's going to stay safe. <laughs> he's going to stay safe. He's going to stay safe. So, Maddox, she she super spy sneaks and gets three strands of Maddox hair, three strands of Lord of Teeth. His name is Gerald, Lord Gerald's hair. And okay. um, she also, I didn't put this in my notes, but I'll give you the detail now that we're here. Um, she basically, to kind of throw one over on Lady Asha, is like, oh, I thought you could be an official representative. Um, and you have to wear this. From the court. No, no, no. Um, oh. Basically saying that she's going to be a representative for the court of teeth and like that she's like sending her away to kind Love of it. exert her power. Um. I guess, yeah, she wouldn't be good enough to use that mask on. So she goes to find Cardin and she says that she loves him back and she doesn't know if if he can understand her. I'm just seeing this in my head and it has to be hilarious. <laughs> and... I don't know if you're in there, but I love you. I just think it's just like... It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing um she holds the bridle and she realized like man he would be hate to be trapped like that is the one thing i mean she essentially trapped him and that's one like big not great time so she's like i set you free stab you slice the head off of the snake yep and it just falls in a little pile of like blood and snake body parts a war breaks out because Maddox trying to make his move. Her people are trying to make a move. The court of teeth are like, you screwed us over. We were about to have the throne. I feel like we 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 went really quick through this. She just killed him. Yeah. Like act I don't trust that he's this is for real, but I just this was a lot. He's not gonna try to kill his daughter, is he? Okay, back to you. So, also the sea having, you know, healed ties with Nicasia, the sea people back her up too. Oh. And from within the snake comes out a very naked, very bloody Cardin. He was trapped in the snake one time. <laughs> he was literally inside the snake. Just like, let me out! Can you hear me? <laughs> Ooh! gross this is even worse picture yeah, that is worse just like bloody guts just a baby just a baby um so to celebrate the king returning they have I wonder a... how many days he was a snake hmm? I wonder how many days he was a snake like maybe three days good amount of time to be a snake. <laughs> 
like maybe too much time. <laughs> this is like the perfect amount of time to be like. <laughs> I got to be something else, and I don't want to do it anymore. Thirty minutes, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so they have a big feast to celebrate that the king is back. Um, weirdly, they decide to serve the snake meat, and Carl taste does not eat any of it, but he's like. I always knew I'd be delicious. <laughs> and um, flex, Holly. we get an update that um, Heather essentially gave Vivi a side quest and that her quest is to make Heather fall in love with her again or else her memories won't return. So they made another promise on top of the vow that she already made that if she makes her fall in love with her again, that she would get all her memories back just the good ones or the fairy ones all of them all of them because she decided that oh sorry she bag it up rewind pause rewind play heather realizes that she actually does really love vivi yeah and she does would like to be with her but they had already made the promise that no matter what when they go back to the human realm vivi has wipe to wipe memories. her memories so they made another promise to counteract it that if um Vivi can make her Heather fall in love with her that she would get all of her memories back. Okay. Ooh, what if you lose? That's gotta be depressing. That's that's pretty high for Vivi. So um that's nice. Also, Jude finally gets to confess her love for Carden. Like not as a snake. If you please turn to page You know how okay, um I'm gonna ruin this nice moment Great. before we get to it so I don't ruin the nice Great. moment while it's happening. For the rest of our lives, I'd be like, <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> Could you imagine? I just can't. Okay, two ninety one. Two ninety one. I found I found arrows. Okay, hopefully I got the sillies out, and we can really appreciate this because I ruined the last one. I first started liking you when we went to talk to the rulers of the low courts. I say you were funny, which was weird, and when we went to Hollow Hat Hall. You were clever. I kept remembering how you'd been the one to get us out of the bruh after Dean's coronation, right before I put the knife to your throat. He doesn't try to interrupt, so I have no choice but to barrel on. After I tricked you into being the High King, I say, I thought once you hated me, I could go back to hating you. But I didn't, and I felt so stupid. I thought I would get my heart broken. I thought it was a weakness that you would use against me. But then you saved me from the undersea when it would have been much more convenient to just leave me to rot. After that, I started to hope my feelings were returned. But then there was the exile. I took a ragged breath. I hid a lot, I guess. I thought if I didn't, if I let myself love you, I would burn up like a match, like the whole matchbook. Oh, that was nice. She says I say a lot. Or maybe it was just this page. It's like three or four I says on this page unrelated she asks him how it was being a serpent and i'm gonna read it to myself or out loud i don't know which one but you can finish she admits her love for him obviously undying also kind of young love but it's fine also only 17 18 years old but yeah maybe she's like 18 maybe she's had a birthday oh but maybe i guess if this is YA, they're trying to like make the kids feel like it could be them yeah whatever 
um I really love him dad <laughs> but daddy I love him also realizing that Dane uh Belkin was pretty correct I thought you were like, literally just gonna say Bill <laughs> I was like who the fuck is Bill <laughs> Belkin um was pretty correct about humans like love feeling like fear, fear quite a bit um especially when you get exiled man rough um so jude and Cardin get coordinated jude gifts grimamog to be her general love that oh what's yeah what's the the dad just stops fighting we're getting there okay sorry if you could pause for two minutes please impossible <laughs> impossible um she gifts taryn hallow hall so she gets oh. or no oh. she gives taryn i think just locks estate okay i got excited um and she gifts um the court of spies these magic masks that once they put it on nobody can remember um any like distinguishing features, anything about their voice, oh, nothing super like spies. that. So wait, um, how do they have those? Super spies. Um, I think it's just one of the extra things Grimson had made, or before something. he died, or or maybe there's a new mage. Smile. I don't know. Okay, just asking questions. Oh, this is the last chapter, mm. Ollie. I don't know. <laughs> I did know that one of the spies was maybe looking in Darren's direction. Ghost and... or a different spy? Oh, there was only three. So ghost. I don't know maybe there was a new League of Spies. Actually, there are extra spies, but I think only the three main ones get the get the treasure. Um, she also decides to she punishes the guards that fought against them. Right. Um and she makes Half of them said like that they agreed with their actions and half were like, my bad. Um, the ones who were like, my bad, she turned them into birds and said that they couldn't kill. Wait, how did she turn them into birds? She's queen of the land. She has magic now, kind of. Oh. The rules are sticky. I don't know, Holly. It's the end of the book. Oh the my god, I'm so good. I want to go home. I know. Um She's turning them into birds, but they can't, if they, for one year and one day, and if they kill anything, they're going to stay like that forever. And they're like, well, how are we supposed to eat? And they're like, she's like, you're going to have to. Worms. No, that's still killing something. Right. Worms are alive. <laughs> I feel like that's not fair if it's your food. Well, no, she said you have to rely on other people's kindness. Oh, they're all going to die. Yeah. Um, and then the ones, oh, those are the ones who don't regret their actions. The oh. ones who do regret their actions, I think she just like magic stains their hands red to like atone so for the, the blood that they've spilled. Oh, like, wow. whatever. I forget what she does to Lady Nor. Um, oh, she basically dissolves the core of teeth, they're gone, they're done. Um, and also like the people are dead or they just don't have any power they just don't have any like okay. there's no positions there's no um like titles lady nor is not anything anymore um and Maddox, she <clears throat> banishes him to the human realm and vivi is stoked she is so excited <laughs> that she's like 
and for once like he's not gonna know how to do anything and yeah. it's gonna be great um Aww. oh we'll have a grandpa so dad after dishing out all of the gifts and punishments um they all go back to the human realm all the main characters and they have pizza and they meet heather again for the first time and they all cheers to a bunch of different things snakes and that's the end okay so maybe nothing happens with this but she took Maddox's hair and put it on the barrel thing when she put the face mask. She didn't the the bridal. Um, Where'd you put the oxygen mask? Um, she just didn't end up oh using my. it. She still has it, but she didn't use it. Okay. Next. That's it. That was oh. my only plot hole. Woo! That I didn't know if there was more. Great. Wow. Perfect. Well, oh my God, wow. We will be talking about all of that in our review episode, so make sure you watch it. Thanks sure. for holding on to that one. Yeah, whoopsies. Unhinged. Whoopsie poopsies. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for joining us on that roller coaster. If you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to leave us a review and let us know what book suggestions you have. We would love to hear your thoughts, comments, and questions. So you can email us at bookandbottlepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bookandbottlepodcast where you can see what episodes are coming out next and even vote on what books Callie should read. And so until next time. Books down and bottles up. I had like a half sip left. Amazing.